to Travolting, covering our friend Martin. Enjoy the episode. So, Jeff. So, Stuart. I had a dream last night. You had a dream? Yes. What was your dream? That I was stuck recording all these fucking podcast episodes <laughs> with you, and I was never able to leave. And listen, folks, I know nobody actually knows this, because we're releasing all these episodes sequentially from yeah. each other. But this is a third. This is the third of three episodes yes. we recorded all in one night. I have been at Jeff's apartment since. For like five hours. For like five hours. <laughs> and I am never leaving. Yes. Do you like that, by the way? I you notice how I say I had a dream last night and you yeah. thought I was going to go with a Martin Luther King reference yes. and I didn't. And you know why you thought I was going to go with a Martin Luther King reference? Because we're covering, covering our, our friend, friend Martin. Our friend Martin. A classic um, of middle school. That, as we mentioned at the end of last week's episode um, on a civil action, a lot of you, pro- all of our listeners probably remember the librarian or your teacher pulling out the, the, the box TV on the rolling cart, rolling it to the front of the classroom, popping the VHS out, putting it in. Maybe you had to rewind because the previous person wasn't kind. Rolling it back to the beginning of our friend Martin having a really good history class. Yeah, and it was something that I wanted to say. So this actually did happen to me when I was in fourth yes. grade. We watched this movie in yes. fourth grade. I rewatched it for this podcast, and it took me a while to realize, oh, yeah, we did watch You've this movie. You've seen this before. I've seen this before. Uh, my roommates uh, were passing by as I was watching this. I'm like, wait, did I see this before? I'm like, you probably have in yeah. middle school, man. This might be one of the most viewed movies we've covered. And I have, I hate to start off with some ill will. Yeah. But this was the absolute best white people uncomfortable talking about racism movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's what they showed a lot of like white kids in schools. Exactly. Yeah. So I went, I I went to school in Huntington, Indiana, Northeast region. We had no black kids at Mm -hmm. all. All white. Yes. No black teachers. All white. No black staff. All white. And, this was a movie that they showed us. And watching this now, it's like, God, God, yeah, this is much easier than actually teaching about racism in yes. our history. I'm like, uh, Just be like let's one see, guy curriculum, uh, racism. Uh, you still got our friend Martin in the bas- basement? Yeah, we do. Okay, we'll mark that. Check that one off. And I think this is a very good movie for schools. In, I do. In, in teaching yeah. the lessons of Martin Luther King and the history of it. But like you said, if schools like you experienced use this in lieu of a discussion about yes. racism and and that was my experience this movie can sell the idea of like there was racism and then martin luther king got rid of it and now we Ever live happily ever after and now we live in a post uh, racism society that doesn't exist anymore it's yes. a relic of the past yes oh yeah um but this 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 movie was made with great in- this yes. is not a knack on the movie this by mo- the way yes this movie was made with great intentions and yep. this movie accomplished those intentions yeah it won an Emmy for outstanding children's programming yeah um, and I think in that view it's a great way of continuing the education of Martin Luther King it yeah. just has to be coupled with something else as you get older yeah um, which some schools use this in lieu of teaching yes this okay. should this should be a conversation starter not a conversation closer. Hundred percent agree, Jeff. Yeah, okay. and I think that was a, that's a great thing to you yes. know just lay down the groundwork before yes. you know we get into the movie itself. Is that and then a lot of our answers probably like, 
okay, that's all that's great and all, but why are you covering this movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Why are we covering this movie, Jeff? Because John Travolta has three lines in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and who does he play? Uh, he plays uh, the racist kid's dad. The racist kid's dad. Yes. Who is a who smokes in this movie? Yes. Like the animation that he yes. voices smokes in this movie, and he's blonde. Mm. Yes. He's very thin. Yes. All the things you're <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, We love you, John. We love him very much. But so. this this whole thing has an all star voice cast. Yeah, it seems like one of those things where it's like their agent kind of reached out to them and they're like, "Hey, so this, this would be a great thing to be a part of." This wasn't a PBS produced thing, was it? This was 20th Century Fox. Really? Okay. Yeah. It it aired on. It was a CBS like Fox video thing, um, and then it was distributed to a lot of classrooms. Okay. Um, for the purposes of being a conversation starter. Yeah. So I, I definitely think uh, this definitely feels like the type of movie where it's like, you know, you get your phone call from your agents like, hey, John. So uh, my, my you know, our buddy Billy over at 20th Century Fox is doing this like uh, movie about a little children's film. Yeah. It's going to be educational Martin Luther King. We got, we're getting a lot of we, people we, doing it. Yeah, we want to get a, we want to get a bunch of folks. We want to get a bunch of folks in. You'd have like three lines coming for one day of recording yeah. for like maybe two hours yeah. at most. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it's something you want to do, I'll give him a call. Like, yeah, yeah, all right, I'll do, I'll, do I'll do it. Versus the other phone call. Mm-hmm. Hey, John, remember when you did White Man's Burden? <laughs> you want to redeem? You want to atone for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! He's like, yeah, it's probably gonna atone. Go work on that one. Out of uh, out of uh, both of these movies that address racism, I think this is the the this, superior this is the superior one. <laughs> This movie's fun. Uh, this movie is fun. Yes. It's fun to watch, like, in the mindset knowing that, like, little kids watch this yes. back in the day. I mean, yeah. people probably don't show it anymore, yeah. obviously. I would not be surprised that they still do. You think so? Our education system uh, is not well-funded. Listen, if you are a John Travolta, uh, if you're a Travolta fan, you have kids, or if you're a teacher, or, you know, if you have any uh, yeah. experience in the education industry today... Yeah. Let us know. Shoot us an email, comment on our Instagram mm-hmm. or Twitter, tweet at us. Do they still play this at middle school? Yeah, I would be very curious. I would be Let very curious to know because I feel like it's just it's reached just the point where it's yes. a little too old now. You know, mm-hmm. can you get it in DVD? Can you? Uh, I don't know. How'd you watch this movie? YouTube. Me too. So actually, you know what? I do know that they still show this. Really? Because one of the YouTube links for this um, was. You can get this on DVD. It's seventy dollars, though. Um, <laughs> it's very expensive. Yeah, but um, was that the Martin Luther King Foundation did a live stream of this movie at the beginning of this year for schools? Wow. Okay. Um, and these kids are these Gen Zer kids are probably like, what the fuck is this quality? Yeah. This ain't Pixar. It had sixteen thousand views. Wow. But um. That's a that's kind of the context of our friend Martin. Just, it's a movie about Martin Luther King. Yeah, um, that involves time travel. Yeah, it was released three days before his seventy. What would have been his seventieth birthday? Wow. And the plot line is about two kids, a uh, black kid and a white kid, named uh, Miles and Randy, voiced by Robert Richard and uh, Lucas Black, star of uh, Fast and the Furious: Tokyo Drift. Okay. The DK Drift King. <laughs> I love that. Um, what a, what, a, what a movie. What a movie that was. Um, who time traveled back and accidentally saved Martin Luther King's life and, as a result, uh, create a racist hellscape in the 21st century. Yeah. Um, this movie is kind of bleak. It's interesting. Yes. Um, I mean, it, it starts off with 
totally going a very like educational route. Yes. Like it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really have, I mean, it's not like the screenwriters were like thinking very deep subtextual metaphorical. Yes. I mean, it's a kid's movie Mm -hmm. and it's not even like a kid's movie, like a toy story, like kids movie where they try to add things for adults. It's really just for kids. This is for kids. Um, it's, it takes directions though that are interesting. Interesting. Uh, which we're going to get into. The first thing you see in this movie is like, it says Ed Asner. And it says cast in alphabetical order. And it says Ed Asner, who, like, died recently. Yeah. Like, last week. And I was very sad. R.I.P. Oh, Ed Asner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, his final performance will be on, is the, the, the up, like, short film on Disney Plus that's coming out. Hmm. Which I feel like I have to listen to. Yeah. Or watch. Uh, rest in peace, Ed Asner. You know, uh, with the bar I was at last night, we're playing up. <sighs> what a yeah. I know. Did they everyone weep during the first ten minutes? I think we were all too drunk. <laughs> that means you weep more. <laughs> well, we I didn't realize that Asner died recently. Yeah. Um I've been learning this kind of right now, yes. actually. <laughs> he passed away, uh Santa Claus from Elf. I mean, he was a great actor from a lot of things. Yeah. But he was also Santa Claus from Elf and Carl Fredrickson. Um but aside from in this movie has a stack cast. I was like, Oh, I forgot all these people are in this. Yeah. Every actor ever. Um yeah. Including John Travolta. Uh, and then it just kind of starts. It starts with, like, the ending. There's, like, a little yeah, clip of the end. Yeah, it's a little clip of the end where, of, like, this house that's, like, broken down slowly yeah. morphs back together. And you see this this little... And you see these uh, two kids talking. Yeah. And one of them, the lead character, um, Miles, is like, No, Martin, you can't go! And he's like, and I he must ru- return now. <laughs> and he runs into this portal doorway. And then he morphs into Martin Luther King. As an adult. As an adult. And then you're, ah, and then it just, like, cuts to the, our friend Martin, the title, and an eagle soars, and you hear some inspirational music. Yeah. Uh, and then we start the movie proper. Yeah, uh, so Miles uh, is going to school. Yeah, he's an African-American kid in, I think, fifth, he says fifth grade, because he's going to, oh, no, sixth grade, because he's going to go to seventh. Okay. Um, which I, I remember. remember he's that a detail. fan of Hank Aaron, um, and he wants to be a baseball player. But he's focusing too much on baseball and ignoring his schoolwork, and he has poor grades. Yeah. And his teacher threatens to have him repeat sixth grade unless he uh, his grades get better. And he says his first chance to do that is his Martin Luther King field trip he has, project. He has to pr- do a presentation on Martin Luther King. Yeah. And so they go on a field trip. To this museum, which was Martin Luther yeah. King's old house. And he's put into a, a group with uh, his friend Lucas Black. Uh, I can't remember the character's name. Uh, Randy. Randy. And then Maria... And uh, the bully kid, yeah. whose name I can't remember. And uh, the school, by the way, is Martin Luther King Jr. Middle School. Yes. Oh, that's important to know. Yeah, for... important thing because like we literally just skipped John Travolta's appearance in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but uh, so the bully, yeah, the bully, bully's he... who's there's a bit with this bully where his shirt constantly gets ripped or torn off him. Yes, and he's a fat kid he's too. A, he's a big guy. And so, like, I don't know if this, the yeah. writers were like, you know, we're going to add something for the kids and make fun of a fat kid. Yeah. All right. Maybe that's what they were doing. I don't know. But, um, but he's being the bully after he's like bullying Miles. He gets driven he's to school. He's chasing Miles down the street and Miles hops in this endangerment school bus. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. The school bus is causing public property damage. It's knocking benches and signs over. Um, he jumps in the not bus. Miss Frizzle. And it takes off before the bully can get him and the bully shirt is ripped by it. So his dad comes to pick him up. And it's uh, John Travolta. <laughs> it's John Travolta's voice. Yeah. And he said, the only lines he's like, I can't believe you. I have to take you to school again. Like He's like, I have to drive you every day. I got to work. 
and he's like pretty much just an abusive just, father. Yeah, an abusive me. I just wrote down um, what did I write down? Uh, Travolta voice, voicing yeah. a mean dad who smokes. Yes, that's what I wrote down. All right, uh, great. So they go to you, the museum. You got any thoughts on the hair? <laughs> <laughs> cue the music. Are we going to do the hair ranking? Yeah, of course. All right. Cue, cue the, the fucking music. The... All right. Welcome to the hair ranking. I had a picture of this prime for Stuart to rank this hair. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta do this to me, man? You gotta do it. Uh, I mean, first off, it's blonde, and he's got like these two spike fronts, like a widow's peak kind yeah. of. Um, but it's shorter. Looking a little rough. A shorter blonde, orange Donald Trumpish hair. Intentional, maybe. <laughs> um, Believe me. I, I, I haven't. I don't know. Well, you better get ready now because when we get to Bolt, I'm making you rank the fur. <laughs> So you better you better get the animation down now. Well, like so the animation I have to comment on the animation style before I can comment yes. on the animation hair. It's very flat animation. Like yes. it's two D drawings. Yes. So like I don't see any depth in the hair. Um it's just a <laughs> slightly little frizzled, like not very well kept. Yeah. And it's orange. Uh and it's not real hair. So, like, the craftsmanship that went into it probably wasn't all that well thought out. But maybe there's more craftsmanship that went in because they had to create the hair from scratch. Think about them apples. Not really. I think it was just, like, we're, you know, the kid character has orange hair, right? Yeah. So his dad's going to have orange hair. And it, it's going to look a little frizzled. Yeah. He's probably a blue-collar worker. <laughs> That's about it. Pull up the hair ranking. Let me see what this fucking thing is. <laughs> it's different. It, because this is our first animated hair we're yes. ranking here. So this, I feel like be, this a is a lot of, of responsibility. We're going to have two. There's a lot of responsibility with yes. this. Put it above staying alive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what if I did? Though? No. No, that would be blasphemy. Um, go down. Down. This is a lot of dead air going right Put now. Put it below face off above Devil's Reign. But which face, face off cage? Face off cage. Ooh, you're putting it right near the bottom because it's not real hair. Because it's not real hair. Okay. But it still beats Devil's Reign and the fucking experts. <laughs> the experts. Is, the experts is a catastrophe. It's a crime it's, against humanity. We do not talk about the experts' hair. <laughs> it's a crime that against is like humanity. he who must not be named Voldemort. Yes, is the experts' hair. Oh, yeah, that's the hair ranking, I guess. That's the hair ranking. I can't <laughs> believe you made me do that. You <laughs> sidebarred the whole fucking podcast. Well, you had to... You had, I, you okay, had to yeah, I know. I did. I did. Okay. You're right. You're right. Uh, there's a lot of 90s vibes going on in this movie. Yeah. Like, the background, it looks like a recess and or like a... Skateboard. Or like Hey Arnold or something. Yeah, it does have that, like, animation style. And they're skateboarding. Yeah. But they, they go to the museum. At and the, the curator house. is voiced by... Um, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Yeah. His mom is voiced by Angela Bassett. Yeah. And uh, we meet Whoopi Goldberg. And um, yes, yeah, uh, I my brain just completely collapsed for some reason. Well, so <laughs> she's they you know they're showing them through the place and then they get to Martin's bedroom. Yeah. That has like a little guardrail thing that you can't go yeah. across. But she's like, you kids should check this place out. Yeah. 
So she lets the kids in. Yeah. She's like, just uh, remember to uh, be careful on your trip. Yes. And she's like winking about it. Like basically she is Miss Frizzle. Oh, can (laughs) we talk about a line that comes a little before this that uh, did not age well? What? Uh, He's talking about how his grades don't matter. And I can't remember if it's his mom or his teacher. Uh, His teacher voiced by Susan Sarandon. um, Who's like, well, if you don't care about your grades, you should tell that to General Colin Powell. Um, yikes. <laughs> Wait, what? What about uh, General well, Colin? He's the, he was Bush's guy who talked oh. about WMDs, who lied about the WMDs to justify the Iraq war. What a deep fucking <laughs> cut, man. <laughs> Good fucking God. Did you just Oof. know that when the line was read? Yeah. Or did you like... Oh, yeah. I don't fucking know that. Yeah. He also spoke at the DNC last year. Oh. Because he renounced being a Republican because of Trump. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what a good um, reference there. Yeah, that was an oof line, if ever I heard one. Okay. So, um, but yeah, they go to the, the bedroom and... Um, they touch a baseball. Mitt. They touch a baseball because he loves baseball. And there's a watch. Yeah, and the watch goes, and they get zapped and, back in time. They get zapped back in time. To what year? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> they get zapped back to 1944. Wait, no, 1941. And they counter 12 year old Martin. Did you know it was 41? Are, are you I, reading I, it? I have because in the I movie, have the timeline. Okay, li- the listed. movie they don't like say it though. I have the timeline. They don't, up. but they yeah, but they don't make it clear in the movie what years are going yes. back to. Because I just knew it was like oh, like it was Martin when he was a kid, so probably in the 40s or 50s maybe. Yeah. Like I don't know. So yeah, 1941. Martin uh, Luther King Jr. is a uh, also. I love the way he introduces himself. Yes, because he's just like. Hey, uh, what's your name? And he's like, oh, I'm Martin. Martin Luther. King. Ma- King. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, because Martin Luther King Jr., just like that, rolls off the tongue. Yeah. And you don't want to do it that way because you want the kid to say it like it doesn't have any meaning behind it quite yet. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they, it's like they told the kid actor, say it like the name means nothing to you. Yes. This is what the director's saying in the studio recording booth. It's so like, all right, and action. My name is Martin Luther King, King Jr. Jr. <laughs> He's like, that's great. That's great, Jeremy. I don't know. No notes. I have no notes. <laughs> I have no notes. Um, so, yeah, they meet uh, Martin and they start playing baseball with him. Yes. They become best friends right away. Yeah. And so. Um, and they're all like, wow, Martin, you're pretty cool. You know, and they don't. Listen, I'm not going to get into a time travel a uh, whole bit about this where it's I like. I think you're. that's exactly what you're about to do. <laughs> well, it's like. These kids are from 1999, and they're in sixth grade. Martin Luther is uh, also like around the same age group, age tw- uh, 12 years old, and would be in sixth yeah. grade. And he's not asking like, "What are you guys wearing? Mm-hmm. What are you wearing? Yeah, why are you talking like that? They just kind of go with it. Why are you? Ta- they just go with it. Like it's totally fine. Yeah. So they play baseball, and then they get interrupted by this racist mom yeah he's like you shouldn't be playing with the and by the, the way white. this is rated g racism yes <laughs> like not the, yes yeah this um, isn't like uh uh like 12 years of slave this is racism for kids this isn't 12 years of slave racism this isn't Django unchained racism yes. um, this is making it like you know palatable for kids yeah they they call them like colored yes 
Because that's the word. Because that's the word. Of, of the time. Right, of the time. That's um, palpable. In other words, they would use. Uh, but Martin kind of talks to Brandy and Miles about how, like, you know, his dad teaches him, like, confront things with love instead of hate. Yeah. And, and then there's Watch zapped. out for the better bettering of mankind yes. or whatever. And they're zapped to... They pick up a toy train, and that zaps them to the next thing. And they're on a train. They're on a train with... 14-year-old Martin Luther King, or 15-year-old. Yeah, it's like two, three years or whatever. Two or three years later. Yeah. Um, and he's on a segregated train line. Yeah. And, um, like, Randy gets told, like, don't you buy the train conductor Yeah, who's voiced by Danny somebody. Glover. Danny Glover, yeah. Yes. Very short, small and role. Martin Luther King at this age is voiced by Jaleel White, Urkel. Yeah. Um, also Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> apparently? I had no idea. Oh, I, uh, I didn't know that either. <laughs> um, so, um... Yeah, they're, they're, that, that's where, like, you know, every time they travel back, they get, like, increments of racism. That yeah. what it, And then it's not till the very end where it all combines together into a horrible place. Yes. Um, so, but it's in this point, part of the movie when they're, they're, um, they're in this, like, segregated train car. And they don't make too much of a fuss about it. Like, they're, they're like, hey, like, why aren't we allowed in there? Like, it's just kind of like, oh, like, they train conductor told randy it's like hey don't you want to be in here it's like no, yeah. i want to be here with my friends yeah kind of like innocently played and danny off. glover's just like he does the danny glover thing where he walks on these fucking kids <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm too no he does he says fucking well, he kids. Say fucking kids but he essentially he's, 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 he's the i'm too old kids. for this shit <laughs> i don't think he says shit um, either but anyway um but they have dinner with his, Martin's family afterward. And, who's and the dad, dad voiced by James Earl Jones, who brings the whole octave down. Like, oh, oh like they walk into the room. My God. They walk into the room and they're all just like talking. And he's like, hello. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, it's like what? if you had a subwoofer sound system yeah. in a TV, like everybody, the best voice all the all voice time. characters, all very high pitched. Yeah. And so it's the, only the first time when you get to this part in the movie when the James Earl Jones starts talking like, hello. And it's like, whoa, the best voice of all time. <laughs> the mother, like, and he, of course, it's like talking with the reverence of yeah. Mufasa himself. Yes. And like, they do kind of a Mufasa thing later. They do. They, it's very strange. They do. Um, I think I wrote that down too. Yeah. Uh, so then they, uh, they then travel again, like 20 years. Yeah. Well, they or, go to his room. Yeah. And then they time travel again back to... Um, or no, they travel to his room and they time travel again. Well, first again. they go to the Montgomery bus boycott. Yes, and that's where LeVar Burton... Yes, is voicing Is voicing MLK. MLK. Um, so they see him. He's an adult. He's a minister. And um, this is where there's like the, the bus boycott is happening. Yes. And Sam Jackson's voicing... Tanner. Uh, Tanner. It's just like a random guy. I think it's a, a real like... Person. Let me look this up because I don't want to get Turner. He's voicing Turner, just like his kind of, like friend and help. Yeah, because he's like um, saying they're like oh, angry it, about. It also must be said, uh, Martin Luther King's sister in the previous scene uh, is voiced by MLK's actual daughter, oh, Yolanda King. Cool. Uh, so th this was a co-production with the Martin Luther King family. Yeah, and Oprah is voicing his mother. Yeah, um, along with several other people. So. Um, then Martin's house gets bombed. gets bombed, and uh, they go they go there, and this is when there's like a lot of there's a lot of angry um, mm -hmm. uh, folks, and they're talking about like 
fighting back and Martin yeah. Luther at the time is like, no, like, no, it's it, not about fighting. We must, you know, Gandhi. And there's like a big mural of Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah. It's also just, you know, in the, a lot of times this movie will, when Martin Luther King is talking, it cuts to archival footage. Yes. For like little montages. So I have a question about that. Cause I watched just one of the random free YouTube videos. Yeah. But every time it cut to like, um, old stock footage, it stock footage was fine. It went silent. It only goes silent and it's an actual MLK speech. Right. Because I guess they don't have the rights to it to put it on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. So that, that yeah. happened on my So that too. happened a few times. Yeah. I imagine if you watched it in middle school, they probably had yeah. an official version where you could hear the actual speeches. Get that shit out of my face. Uh, I don't want to talk about that right now. The best movie ever. Um, E.T. is so much fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he has how his wife and daughter escape unharmed from the bombing and he stops the uh the it from being violent yeah um, um isn't it, i mean like this is all great but isn't it kind of isn't it funny we have to talk about this because john Travolta had three lines earlier in the movie yep <laughs> um <laughs> well, it's probably gonna be a quick episode folks yeah. so then yeah. they time travel again and this time back to the well first they see a riot and they see like the like police committing violence on black right. protesters. Yeah. And then they travel back, like having seen like, and they're like, oh my god. So they and they go back to to school, and Miss Clark is very impressed by them. By yeah. how much that they know. Yes. And then they start to see video footage of them of them at the riot at the riots. Like, don't they just look just like you? Like, that's impossible. And then Maria and the bully kid, Kyle. His name's Kyle. They apparently. follow them. They're like, I think, I think they got a secret. And so they go back to Martin's house to his room yeah. because they're gonna go time travel. And Whoopi is like, Yeah, make sure you wind the watch. Yeah, and wind the wink, watch. Wink, wink. And they travel to the March on Washington. Yep. And they hear "I Have a Dream," which was cut out in yeah. terms of audio, but we all know the speech. It's right. One of the great speeches of human history. Yeah. Uh, and then it's shortly after they find out about the MLK assassination. Yeah. And apparently these kids have somehow not know he died. Apparently not. Uh, apparently they didn't know anything about MLK before sixth students. grade. Apparently anything before sixth grade, they did not learn yes. anything about at MLK Martin at all. Luther King Jr. Elementary School. He had no idea. They had this. no idea that he, you know, died. Yes, they had no <laughs> got idea. Killed. Um, they're like, "What? He dies? What? I thought he lived. He was still alive." Yeah. So they time travel back to 1941 to his 12 year old self to rescue him. To rescue him. And they and bring, bring him to the present. And, and boy, is everything different. Back to the Future Part 2 happens. Yes, indeed. The past has been changed. They live in Biffland or Biff City. <laughs> Biff Valley. That's what Biff it, Valley, America. Yeah, Biff Valley. Um, where everything is awful. Everything's awful. <laughs> everyone's racist. Everyone's it's Robert racist. E. Lee. Oh, I was going to say, it's Robert E. Lee Middle School. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Uh, uh, Randy and Kyle are now, now full blown racist. Um, uh, I also want to point out that the kid um, whose shirt keeps getting ripped, his shirt never fits on him. Yeah. It takes him going to the I Have a Dream speech to get a shirt that fits. After that, he has a shirt that fits. Interesting. Uh, I don't know why he just didn't buy a bigger shirt in the present. Why did he have to time travel to get a fitting? I don't know. Who anyway. Uh, so then. So everything's bad. Ed Asner kicks them out of the school. Yep. Because he's the, the principal. Um, And then, you know, they're running around and they essentially tell Martin Luther King that like, it's like every example of what they had seen in the past of racism is happening now. So like yes. they can't get on, they can't get on the bus to go to school. 
Um, they're being bullied by younger white kids. Yeah. They can't get into the school itself. Yeah. They're being kicked out of the school. They can't drink out of the same drinking fountain. Like, everything yeah. from the 60s is still the same. And they go back to, and uh, Miles' family's poor. Because uh, yeah. his mom could never get a job. She works as a maid. Instead of a business owner, which she was in right. the normal 1999. Yeah. Um, Marty, something happened with the timeline. <laughs> It is alternate 1985. We got to find out. He's like, oh, let me ask him. We got to go back. Doc, to, are you can telling we go back me, to the future? Are you telling me you built a time machine <laughs> out of a historical house? <laughs> out of a national park spot you in town? you imagine? Like, of all the places a time machine could be. Of course. I figured if you're going to build a time machine, why not do it somewhere with some historical relevance? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck oh god i mean the time travel device is the watch though what if the kid had walked up to like uh ed asner's like bully principal or something hey you get your damn hands off her he can't talk to you that way darth vader came to me from the planet vulcan said he melt my brain I'm loving all the Back to Future bits we're adding yes. into this. Because this is um, essentially Biff Valley. It really is, though. Um, and I, I asked him, like, it's funny. He told me uh, two kids might come asking questions. Never expected it'd be you. So anyway, uh, Martin and Miles, they all stop it. Please. I'll keep going. <laughs> keep going. That's the end. All right, I dialed down your volume. I noticed all to just through all throughout all that. It, I was doing the Back to Future Part Three. Thing. I know you were. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> you know I was. I know you were. Anyway, um, after that incident at the house, yeah. Martin and Miles go outside. Yeah. And there's a short little moment yes. when Martin looks up at the clouds. And who does he see? His dad forms out of the clouds. It's it's so specifically Blatantly the Lion King shot. The light and Lion King and Mufasa thing. He's like, remember who you are. Uh, Uncle Bob? Yeah, Uncle Bob is back. No, Uncle Bob is back. What if, what if he looked in the cloud and Uncle Bob just appeared? From He's Bob. like, ah, <laughs> Uncle Bob, I don't know if I can win the bull riding contest. <laughs> I'm so scared. But no, it's, it's James Earl Jones as his dad. And he's like, remember, it's about it's being, like doing the good thing for the betterment of yes. humanity here. Or something and that's like what that. matters. Yeah. And that's what matters. And Martin makes the, the, the realization that for the future to be good, he has to die. He, well, he doesn't say that. He doesn't know it's, that he's going to die. Very, it's very subtextual. It's very, it's textual. very subtextual because he says like, I have to go back. And then Miles is like, no, like you can't go back yeah, because and, don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to. Like, Money, no. And then knowing Mar- too much about your own future. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so then well, Martin starts to walk yeah. into the house, and the house forms back yeah. up. And it, as he walks through, he it's the he scene from ages. the beginning where he ages back up. Yeah. And, and then, then it's just it's him the be- on the Memphis, like the hotel balcony, as gunshot Shot. cuts to black. Cuts to black. Yeah. It's no. very bleak. 
I mean, yeah. it's it's histor- It's telling you the history and it's how it happened. And history is often bleak, as we know. Remind me, I have a story to tell you yeah. about a, a script I was going to write about something after this okay. podcast. Um, can't talk about it. Yeah, uh, obviously, you don't want to blow your secrets. No, but um, um. Anyway, um. So yes, then everything goes back to normal. Everything goes back to normal, and Miles delivers his presentation, and he gets an A. Yeah, and he gets an A, and everything's great. And he's friend, and the bully is now a friend of his. Yeah. Uh, we never see John Travolta again. Nope. And then, yeah. And that's that's the movie. Yeah. That's our friend Martin. Uh, very educational yes. for little kids. And then uh, they realize, like you know, they've forever altered the timeline. Wait, what? No, I'm just messing around. I thought you were going to go on a really long bit about I, something. I was tempted to do a bit, but I've decided against it. You decided that it's 8.30. Yes, we I've both have to be up in 10 hours? Yes. Um, Yeah, that's that's our friend Martin. This movie comes out. It's had a long-lasting legacy. Yeah, it has. Uh, the soundtrack for it was also successful. <laughs> it has a bunch of like 90s like rap co- or R&B covers of yeah. popular songs. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a bit the same. Any final thoughts on our friend Martin? Um, it was a great trip down memory lane. Yeah, it was a good reminder of uh, middle school. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that this movie has a sort of relevance. It's good to know that um, something with as good aims as this kind of still has a lasting legacy. Yeah. And that, in the long run, it does help some people learn about Martin Luther King and his tremendous impact. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad John Travolta got to be a part of it. And redeem himself of slightly. Yes, of, of White, Man's uh, Burden. White Man's Burden, mm. which is a movie I would not recommend people watching. Yes. But, but uh, I don't. I mean, we did that ranking. Uh, there's no box office for this movie. It gets good reviews. One's an Emmy. And, uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this episode and our friend Martin. Uh, make sure to tune next week for our episode on The General's Daughter, a movie that definitely exists. <laughs> Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Find us at TravoltingPod on Twitter and Instagram for updates and fun stuff. Pop into our Reddit, r slash Travolting. Uh, email any comments or questions at TravoltingPodcast at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at Jeff W. Sweeney. Find me on Instagram at StuartOm195. Special thanks to Rebecca Johnson for our graphic design and Michael Van Bodegum-Smith for our theme music. Have a great week, folks. See you next time. Bye.